episode 27 of the Elite Road Warrior Podcast. Welcome to the Elite Road Warrior Podcast, where we believe you can leverage the road to transform your work, health, and home life while on business travel to ultimately master the business travel life. If you're a road warrior and a great chance you're on the road right now, then this podcast is for you. Welcome to the Elite Road Warrior Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Paul Buckley, fellow road warrior, husband of one and a father of five, and about to be that guy traveling with his family who I avoid at all costs when I'm on business travel. But tis the summer travel season as a road warrior. Imagine that. And between us girls, I don't mind bringing my family. They are professional travelers. They know dad's routine on the airplane, hotel etiquette, uh, rental car, the whole nine yards. And I look forward to them coming along and enjoying some of those perks that we get as business travelers. I'm also not at a place anymore of just getting by on the road that I always want to seek to get better and leveraging the road now to do it. But even though I'm an optimist... I'm also a skeptic, sadly, on too many things that can actually be transferred to road life. Now, I'm not Donnie Downer. That's uh, Debbie Downer's older brother version. But certain things will raise my skeptic radar. And one no greater than the practice of meditation. Now, here's a little background. I grew up in a very, very strict religious home as a kid. And even though my parents were people filled with grace and acceptance of others, my environment as a whole was not at all. And this is my assumption. Where my judgmental, skeptical, even cynical side can rear its ugly head if I'm not very careful. Now, to be clear, I detest this side of me and have done everything I can to pull it out of me. But I have to watch for it with hopes I'll catch it before it infects anyone else around me. I've had a lot of life happen since that point that has put perspective and a whole lot of grace in my life big time. Before I understood anything about meditation, I just assumed I knew what it was and how it worked. It had something to do with Buddhism, which was not the Christian God. So I, I you know, to be honest, I immediately kind of dismissed it. Prayer was all I needed. But was it really a replacement for prayer? Actually, not at all. That is very naive. It's assumptive and just plain ignorant. Well, then I thought it had to be in certain kind of that um, hmm, pose, sitting in a lotus position for hours at a time, and somehow tied to yoga or weekend silent trips in a monastery. I, I don't know. I obviously was very ignorant about the subject, clearly. Well, once I started reading and hearing so much about the benefits of meditation, I was more accepting of the idea, but still nowhere close to trying it. And here are my excuses. Um, It's a waste of time. What benefits does it really, really give to me? Um, Another one was, I don't have time for this. I barely have time for the important things on a business travel day. So how do I take time for meditation? Um, Another excuse. Oh, I can't do this. The only letters behind my name are not MD or PhD, but ADHD. So not a chance I can call them this brain. So why even try? And the last one was, it seems a little self-indulgent. If I have a few minutes to myself, it seems a little selfish to spend it on meditating. 
Well, recently, my wife got me hooked on a TV comedy called Life in Pieces. She had to have a show that she could watch when I'm going on business travel that she really enjoyed. Well, I caught some of it, and I thought it was really, really funny, great writing on it. And one of the characters decided to take up meditation in an episode, a little section called Zen Jen. And instead of telling you myself about her experience, let's listen to the clip. Hi, honey. Hey, Mom. Dad. What a surprise. We were in the neighborhood because we were driving over here. Got a little bored at our house. Where's Jen? Oh, uh, she just started meditating. Yeah, she'll be out in 20 minutes. Woo! It's a high hill to climb. Take a deep cleansing breath. For the next 20 minutes, close your eyes and make friends with the expansive openness behind your eyelids. All right, app lady, give it to me real. Here we go. I'm ready. I'm getting zen with it. Focus on your breath. Super bored. This is tray boring. Oh my god, wow. Time is really standing still. Okay. Mm-hmm. Imagine the stress evaporating from your earlobes. My earlobes? No, I can't. I just can't. I'm sorry. Don't know you, and I hate you. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Yes, I did laser you, and now you are dead. Go, 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 go. Your meditation has concluded. Now open your eyes. And notice how you feel. Well, I feel great. Now that I showed those aliens who's boss. <laughs> oh, look at you. Your face, it's just glowing. It's like whatever's been pinching you all these years, it finally let go. Oh, well, thank you. So it's working. Yeah, oh yeah, 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 yeah. You know what? I think meditation is my jam. Whatever sands those rough edges. What I love about the clip is how most people feel about meditation. And she enjoyed the 20-minute pause from the rest of humanity, which is 20 minutes is a very aggressive length of time. But I love what happens when her husband catches on to her break from reality. Here's the rest of that scene. Oh, come on. Yeah, 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 yeah. Get that mushroom cloud. Oh, no. Hey, I'm sorry to interrupt. I just had to get away. What? Sorry. Oof. Just give me a second. I was just so deep. I'm sorry. Mushroom cloud. Level up. Was that a video game? Hmm? No. Mm Mm-mm. No. That's crazy. What? Yes. I'm so sorry. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry. It's just meditation sucks for me personally, not for, like, the world at large. Like, I'd rather be checking Facebook or playing games or, like, seeing what 80 stars look like now. Number 17 really did shock me. That's more my meditation. I cannot believe this, Jen. This is why you've been excusing yourself from family dinners and gatherings to play video games? I'm sorry. It's the best thing I've ever heard of. What? Really? Yes. Major life hack, right? Because you can't tell people you need 20 minutes of me time. I mean, we are grown-ass people, but if you tell them you're meditating, they... I can relate to the skepticism here, Road Warriors. Then one day, on my business travel trip, doing a little downtime practice, and remember, quick pause here. Remember, downtime is defined as time to be, not to be on, and it's part of energy habit number three, rest. 
So I was doing my road thing, doing some downtime in a Barnes and Noble. And I came across a book that just jumped out at me. The title did. Meditation for Fidgety Skeptics. Now, out of complete curiosity, I picked up the book, and it's from an author named Dan Harris. And his intro, well, it just absolutely hooked me. And here was the intro to his book. If you had told me as recently as a few years ago that I would someday become the traveling evangelist for meditation, I would have coughed beer up through my nose. In 2004, I had a panic attack while delivering the news, like on ABC's Good Morning America News. Being a masochist, I asked our research department to tell me exactly how many people were watching. They came back with 5.019 million people. In the wake of my nationally televised freakout, I learned something even more embarrassing. This entire episode had been caused by my stupid behavior in my personal life. Here's a part of the actual clip. Now to uh, Dan Harris is at the news desk, Dan. Good morning, Charlie and Diane. Thank you. This is me 10 years ago. And the reason this is the most embarrassing day of my life is not that it looks like I've been attacked by a blow dryer and a can of hairspray. No, it's that I am about to freak out on national television. Health news now, one of the world's most commonly prescribed medications may be providing a big bonus. Researchers report people who take cholesterol-lowering drugs called statins for at least five years may also lower their risk for cancer. But it's too early to, to prescribe statins slowly for cancer production. At this point, I realize I'm helpless, so I bail right in the middle. Uh, that does it for news. We're going to go back now to Robin and Charlie. I was that fidgety and skeptical person, and the excuses of why I was not doing it or even willing to try meditation well, were listed in his table of contents. Even after reading many pages and giving opportunities to try a short meditation in the book, i got to be honest with you, I didn't do it. I just kept reading the book. Well, then I picked up the audiobook version so I could consume the content quicker, which I have a habit of doing. Now, in the audio version, I was actually walked through what is called a guided meditation, and I finally gave it a shot. Now, my biggest aha moment I learned was I had the goal of meditation completely wrong. You see, I thought it was to clear your mind, and if you only knew what goes on in my mind, that sure wasn't going to happen. The goal of meditation is not to clear your mind, but to focus your mind. For a few seconds, then whenever you become distracted, you just start again. Getting lost and starting over is not failing at meditation. It's actually succeeding. Did you catch that? The goal is not to clear your mind, but to focus it for a few seconds. Then, So when you do get distracted and, oh, wait, wait, I'm thinking about something else. You come back to that focus. You get lost, you start over, and that is the success. This was a game changer to me, Road Warriors. I wanted to be more focused, and if this couple of minutes practice could help, I should sure consider giving it a real shot. Do you know why meditation didn't work for me on the road at first? I didn't understand it, and what I don't understand, I avoid. Then I discount it, and all too often, I completely dismiss it, and eventually, I end up with mocking it. I know, I know, but this doesn't make me right or the practices of meditation wrong. It just makes me stubborn and close-minded and not willing to experiment in something that could actually help me. So, how did I eventually make meditation work on the road for me? We'll find out after this short break. This Elite Road Warrior podcast is brought to you by the Road Warrior Assessment. 
a quick survey to help you dominate the demands of the road. Have you ever wondered how you're really doing on the road? You know, in the areas that matter most. Too many business travelers are caught in the travel triangle of the airport, the boardroom, and the hotel room. They're busy, beat down, and burned out. Check out EliteRoadWarrior.com today and take the free Road Warrior Assessment and become an elite road warrior in your work, health, and home life. Once completed, you'll immediately receive strategies to fuel your success. Take the survey now at EliteRoadWarrior.com. The road can be hard. It can be difficult to be both productive and effective. It's a challenge to stay healthy and in shape and a battle to stay connected with those you love back home. But it doesn't have to be this way. My new book, The Elite Road Warrior, Six Energy Habits to Master the Business Travel Life is now available. Now, if you're a road warrior and just tired of where you're at in your business travel life, or you know you have more in you, then this book is for you. There are three versions available, the print version, digital Kindle version, and the audiobook is now available on Amazon. Pick up your copy and continue your journey on becoming an elite road warrior. As you've probably heard me say, the first level of becoming an elite road warrior is becoming an embracing and experimental road warrior's mindset. And with any new practice, you must experiment. I recently read a book called Make Time, and I love how Jake Knapp and John Zaraski in that book call meditation. They call it a breather for the brain. I love that line. They go on to say, for human beings, thinking is the default position. Most of the time, this is a good thing. But constant thinking means your brain never gets a rest. And when you meditate, instead of possibly going Along with the thoughts, you stay quiet and notice the thoughts. And that slows them down and gives your brain a break. But meditation is also exercise for the brain. Staying quiet for any length of time and noticing your thoughts is actually refreshing, but it's also very hard work. And I wanted and even needed to become aware of certain thoughts and behaviors of mine on the road. And I thought meditation could actually reveal them. And what I needed was well, maybe tension from stress or when I got restless or very, very random or distracted. And sometimes I just need to be aware of what's going on in my body and in my brain without being told by someone else. These were instant wins for me with meditation. I didn't have to go to some silent retreat center, give up a full or half day, or even sit in that lotus position saying, "Mm." here's my insight. I underestimated the power of just slowing down and concentrating on my breathing and focusing my mind, not trying to clear all of my thoughts. So let's get practical and personal here. Here are the questions I've received on how I use now meditation on business travel. People will ask me, well, where do you even meditate when you're on the road? Well, let me break it down between my travel day and my normal road day. My travel day On my drive to the airports, I will put on a guided meditation. Now, obviously, I'm not shutting my eyes, at least God forbid I were, but I keep my eyes open and I'm focusing just on the road. I'm just listening to things. I'm watching. I'm just getting my breathing down and I'm just slowing myself down from the hustle of getting out of the house in the morning. Delays. Imagine that on the road. If I get a delay, the first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to pull open that app. I'm going to slow down and I'm just going to chill out even for one, two, three, five minutes. On the flight, 
Oftentimes, as soon as I read, once I'm taking off, that's my first practice I'm going to read right there. Before I go into anything else that I'm going to do on the flight, I'm usually going to take about three to five minutes, and I'm just going to do a guided meditation. It slows me down to transition to whatever I'm going to do next. Am I going to write? Am I going to do think space? Am I going to work on email or on a project? Something like that. And before bed on that travel day, especially too, to get myself wound down. If you know me, that's not an easy thing to do. So that helps me on my travel day. My normal road day, I make it part of my energy hour, my first hour of the day. Uh, driving to a meeting to make sure I'm in the right framework. Again, eyes open. Uh, before connecting with the family, oftentimes I'm pretty amped up, whatever's going on. Even just taking one minute to slow myself down to make sure that I'm truly present with my family makes a big, big difference. So that first question where I meditate on the road, my travel day and my normal road road day. The next question I've been asked is, well, how long do you meditate on the road? I didn't try to do what Jen Zen did on that episode of Life in Pieces of 20 Minutes. Mine usually range between 1 to 10 minutes. I know, not very impressive, maybe even a little embarrassing. But sometimes I'll even do it two or three times a day, like I've just given examples of. My purpose at this point is to focus my mind and get a hold of what's going on in my head and within my body. I want to make sure I know what's going on. Now, here's how to implement meditation on the road. And this is kudos from that book that I just described, Make Time. They talk about, number one, start with a guided meditation. Now, I'm going to give you some examples of meditation apps that I recommend in just a few minutes. But for right now, just start with a guided meditation. It's going to kind of walk you through what you need to do. Second suggestion, aim low. (laughs) Start with the one to three minutes. Like I mentioned, I often land in that five to 10 minute range on the road, but there is huge and tremendous value in just even one to three minutes. Consistency over length. Remember that with guided meditation, consistency over length. Same with working out. Number three is no lotus position is required. My key was learning how to use whatever to meditate driving the example I gave, going for a walk, um, when I'm feeling stress or anxiety, and as I mentioned before bed, I like to do that where I'm just even walking or things that I'm already doing. So I'm not necessarily having to carve time out, but it's already within my road rhythm, something I'm already doing and trying to capture, well, sometimes with the senses, something that I smell, something that I hear, something that I could see, something that I can feel and work with those sensations. Another one, if the word meditation kind of freaks or creeps you out, change it. Use some other way, your focus time or whatever, if you're bothered by the word meditation. Here's another suggestion. Give it a real shot. I mean, it took me weeks to find my groove, meaning what app I liked, how long it was going to take, adding, changing of positions or locations, well, even remembering to do meditation, but give it a real shot. And part of being an experimental road warrior is that you are truly trying something. The way to make it work, not to discount it and not make it work. And lastly, focus is the key. Focus on your breathing. Focus on the road in front of you. Focus on the sounds around you. Like I mentioned, the sense. Focus your mind for a string of consecutive seconds, and you'll be surprised just how much that really, really benefits you. So here are some meditation apps that are highly recommended. Now, I did a huge search on a bunch of different apps a while back. I wanted to get current for that. So in the show notes, I've got links for reviews of recommended apps, the top five, the best meditation apps, the top 15, 
all these different ones. And a lot of times they'll even give a description of the style of the app. They'll even rate it on high and low, the pros, the cons from that. So I would encourage you to go to the show notes on this and to find those links and do a little bit of research for yourself or you can go with just some of the recommendations that are out there. Don't spend too much time on this to delay not actually trying a guided meditation app. But here are the top 12 that I found on a most consistent basis. Number one, it's called Headspace, like the name. Two, Calm. Three, the Mindful app. Four, Bootify. What a cool name. Five, Sattva, spelled S-A-T-T-V-A. Six, Stop, Breathe, and Think. Seven, Insight Timer. Eight, Breathe, but spelled B-R-E-E-T-H-E. Nine, Omvana, O-M-V-A-N-A. Ten, Simple Habit. Eleven, Meditation and Relaxation Pro. Twelve, Aura. A-U-R-A. Now, I've tried a few of these, so I can't necessarily recommend all of them from a personal experience. I've used Headspace, I've used Calm, and I've used Simple Habit. And I really do like those. They're very different, very unique in different ways. Um, Some are free. Some have a premium section of them. So just be aware of that. To me, it's absolutely worth the time. The one I went to in my go-to one, which is a question that I'm asked often, is which one do you use? I actually use probably the most expensive one. It's called 10% Happier. Why? Because it came out of Meditation for Fidgety Skeptics, which is the book by Dan Harris. I liked the way he did things. I liked the different teachers that he used, the research that I found from that. I really, really click with that one. It's expensive, but for me, I use it at least once a day, twice a day, three times a day. So to me, it was worth every penny of it. You can also find um, different ways of maybe some discounts on there, but I would definitely check out considering 10% happier. That's my go-to. But again, there are so many different other options that are out there that are very, very good. Test them, find the one that you like, go through the links in the show notes and get a little bit of research out of your system to see which ones you like. Here's what I did when I first started. I took the top 10 or whatever list that was out there currently about a year ago. I downloaded all of them and I just tried them. I used them on different ways and I found, I kind of like this person's voice. I don't really like the style of that, but you may find out what you really, really like. And sometimes you'll just find one you click with, you go with that, give it a real, real try. Now, instead of just talking about a guided meditation, I want you to hear and possibly even try this three-minute guided meditation by Dan Harris, the author of Meditation for Fidgety Skeptics. It's three minutes, and it's going to fly by. So here, give it a shot. Hey, it's Dan. This is my meditation that proves that you don't suck at meditation. All right, sit comfortably. Spine reasonably straight, eyes closed. Bring your full attention to the feeling of your breath coming in and going out. Just pick a spot wherever your breath is most prominent. It's probably your nose or your chest or your belly. Just feel your breath coming in and going out. Sooner or later, if you're anything like me, sooner your mind is going to go nuts. As soon as you notice you've become distracted, that's a win. Why is that a win? Because you're seeing, maybe for the first time in your life, that you're having this nonstop conversation with yourself. And just seeing that takes 
all the power out of it. You don't have to be yanked around by this conversation you're having with yourself. You don't have to follow the shitty suggestions offered up to you by the voice in your head. Come back to your breath. may feel like it's really hard, but actually, you're breathing anyway, and it takes no effort just to know it. Nonetheless, you will get distracted. You may be distracted right now. And if so, chalk up another win. You're seeing the voice in your head for what it is. Just go back to your breath. Feel it coming in and going out. Open your eyes. Okay, you're done. So many of us feel like we suck at meditation. I'll be honest with you. I've been doing it for several years now, and I still feel like I suck at meditation. We all need to be reminded countless times that the goal of meditation is not to stop thinking that's impossible. The goal is to focus your mind for just a few nanoseconds on the feeling of your breath. And then when you get distracted, start again. You might have to do it a million times. Totally fine. This is like a golf game with limitless mulligans. And now you know that you don't suck at meditation. You'll probably forget this, which is why you can come back and use this meditation again. Peace. So did you try it? It wasn't that hard, and I really like Dan Harris's style. There are so many different guided meditation uh, instructors on this, so find what you like. But my goodness, just three minutes. It's possible to do it. Give it a shot. Let's land this plane. So why did meditation not work for me on the road at first? Again, I really didn't understand it, and I didn't give it a real shot. But that's not the mindset of an elite road warrior who experiments. You choose something, you try it, you evaluate it, and then you adjust it. And this process is necessary to make meditation work, especially on the road. Now, if this guy who has the letters ADHD behind his name can pull it off on the road as fidgety and as skeptical as I am, I know you can do it as well. Now, this may be a stretch episode for you, but it took me a while to get to this point. Hopefully, the cliff notes and the homework done for you will help you to consider doing this episode. Now, again, for the show notes with the suggested apps, the links, the quotes, go to EliteRoadWare.com forward slash 027. If you've never recommended the Elite Roadware podcast or done a rate and review, give it a shot. Spread the Elite Roadware Nation word. So, wherever you are on the road, do something, anything, just not nothing to master the business travel life. Go and get your meditation groove on and leverage the road to do this. You got this.